0: Welcome to episode 65 of Terravision Horror Podcast, Splatter Chatter. I'm one of your hosts, Jennifer Strant, and joining me is our very own limb collector, Dan McGuinness.
1: Give me your limbs. Limbs.
0: Splatter Chatter is our fortnightly installation where we let our TeraVision Ouija board pick a topic for us and then we chat about it. Um, But before we start that, let's have some fun facts about what we are doing or just about us.
1: Yeah. Every time you get a fun fact... So, you know, it's the best yeah. best time of your week.
0: You know you're getting a fun fact.
1: Best time of your Fortnite. It's true. Um, so this week, I have just been working hard on the new, the TerraVision's new studio oh, and it's it nearly so finished. It looks so good. And I put up my original um, video shop Evil Dead poster mm-hmm. the other day and I was like, Finished. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Done. No,
1: I made a table. uh, This is part of my new, uh, my rumpus room renovation. Mm -hmm. The studio will go down there. You guys won't notice any difference, like, in the quality of recording or anything. It's just us in a different room. It's a
0: different room, but it looks amazing. So I've seen this go from it, it being a shed to it being a completely different room, and it's insane. I cannot believe that you have achieved this in such a short amount of time.
1: Yeah, around about two weeks, if yeah. you count the days, because I, I do like two days on it a week. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, it's been about eight weeks or something mm. like that. Yeah, what do you do, like?
0: Yeah, Well, I've just been doing a lot of work, but I've also been doing a lot of house stuff. So, you know, we're in the process of building a house.
1: Oh, that is exciting. That is
0: exciting. Uh, but now we have to choose all these things and ask for things. Apparently, having an alcove in the shower that's like 30 centimetres by 30 centimetres is going to cost me $700, but to create a whole new room for a walk-in pantry is just $300. So I don't get an alcove, but I get a walk-in pantry.
1: You should ask them to put a, pan- a walk-in pantry in your shower and oh. it would cost $300. <laughs> that would be whatever. great. I mean.
0: I'd be okay with that. So yeah. That's... A, yeah. And, uh, I'm wet, but I'm hungry. <laughs> yeah. Shower beers. Um, oh, I remember them. Shower beers. Uh, but aside from that, like I, I checked out Suicide Squad. I loved it. It was really good. I like King Shark as a character anyway, and then they've just kind of like made it even better.
1: King Shark in the Flash TV show was really good.
0: I never watched the Flash TV He, um,
1: he His CG looked as good as King Shark in Suicide Squad. Really? It's crazy. Um, yeah, the, the Flash TV show was quite good. Hmm. Apart from you get three seasons into it and you realise the bad guy is just another speedster. Oh, it's okay. always a speedster. Yeah, well... But um, yeah, I watched that as well. It had um, it had a lot more violence in it than oh. last year's mo- uh, last week's movie that we watched. <laughs> well,
0: yeah, it did well. It's James Gunn. So James Gunn. He knows many things. He knows comedy. He knows horror. And he knows gore. Does he and know violence. horror though? He does. What has He's
1: he done that's horror? Slither. You're right. Yes. Yeah. yeah yes, yeah, yeah. I am.
0: And he uh, he did some trauma films back in the day. So there was a little Easter egg. Lloyd Kaufman was in it. Don't know if you noticed.
1: Is this the guy at the dinner table?
0: No, he was at the the bar when they rock up to the oh, bar. Oh, the bar, yeah, yeah, that's what I mean, yeah. Yeah, that was him.
1: Dinner table? I don't know why I said that. I
0: don't know. But yeah.
1: Um, but I saw him and I thought it was like um, John Waters at first.
0: Oh, uh, okay. Because he has that little moustache. Completely different, but yeah Yeah,
1: but yeah. And I was like, Is yeah. no. Oh, I didn't realize. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I enjoyed that film as well. I did like the violence and stuff like that. um I'd I, I, I had it spoiled a bit as in like people just said it was the best film they'd ever seen. And then, uh, so I was putting it in, you know, and when people say that, I just think of Thor Ragnarok. Well, yeah.
0: It's Uh, never going to be Thor Ragnarok. I don't think
1: that. And let's say get, what's his name? What's his name? Taika. Taika to to do another Marvel film completely. I don't think they'll ever get to that. But I I think Thor worked because it was that first time his humour had been injected into the Marvel Universe. So it might feel a bit, um, you know, done now. Oh, Yeah.
0: well, you never know.
1: Because when they even, they put like the rock guy in the next one, it didn't seem as funny. No. Because it was just like, oh yeah, I've seen that.
0: Well, I guess it was a different, different concept, Korg in a different place, doing a different Fat thing. Thaw. A <laughs> Fat Thor. Yeah, it was great. Amazing. Uh, but Yeah, so that's what, that's what we've been up to. That's yeah. crazy. Nothing busy, nothing crazy exciting. We're old, we have shit to
1: do. Yeah, exactly. So this week's um topic what is it
0: yes so this week our television ouija board has decided that our topic of discussion will be our favorite vampire
1: films Ooh, Ooh. vampire films yes uh, we just show a real easy one because we did there's right. so many good vampire there's, films
0: yes okay so dan would you like to kick us off with one of your favorite vampire
1: so your I do, list I've got is mine massive in, i've got kind of got mine in order of just like in in likeness. Mm-hmm. No, no. This is just my favorite ones. Just oh. the last couple of my favorite favorites. Um, so, start. You can't not mention the Blade series. <laughs> Blade.
0: Blade.
1: Wes, Wesley Snipes. Wesley Snipes. Wes.
0: Old mate.
1: Old mister, I don't pay tax. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, if you haven't seen the Blade series, it's a, what is it? It's, it's a
0: vampire hybrid, it, right?
1: It's, it's a vampire uh, cross matrix film. <laughs> so what makes it, the thing I always remember about Blade is the opening of Blade 1. Mm-hmm. Like when they, it's a, it's a rave, there's a 90s rave happening in like a, a, a warehouse, you know, they used to do like illegal raves in yes. like big warehouses and that. And yeah, you know, it's going It's like, and now everyone's dancing and they're fucking, yeah, sick. And then all of a sudden, you know, the fucking, the beat drops and the sprinklers come on and blood just starts coming out of them. And Ooh. so the whole rave is like, yeah, they're getting covered in... Bl- Have you not seen this?
0: I Look, I you know... not remember? I've seen Blade once. Yeah, you're right. It's not a thing that appeals to me. That's and then, fine. yeah, so
1: they're all like... And then you realise the whole... Because the, there's, there's this one human in it. He's like, what the fuck's going on? Yeah. And so the whole nightclub is just vampires dancing to techno beats with blood all coming down. And they're like, it's worshipping, you know, like, yeah, Messiah. And, uh, and then, of course... Uh, Blade rocks up and then, like, cuts them all up. But then to the, the techno music, he, like, takes them all these, like, you know, uh, military vampires that come in. And it's in a meatworks, And yep. it's just a very cool opening, a yeah. very cool opening. And I watched it recently again. And I was like, this is still cool. It's still cool. It, it still holds up. The effects, the CGs, when the vampires get killed, they, like, turn to kind of fire and ash and go. Psh! Yep. And that still looks good. Okay. And I was like, oh, Cool. Um, so yeah, the blade and Blade Two, and that because that, that's Del Toro. You can't go past Blade Two.
0: Is it Del Toro? Yeah. Holy shit!
1: So the vampire, and that's about vampires that eat vampires. Oh. So there's like a strain, and they're like dirty and gross, and they're like fluke worms. It's kind of very X Filesy, like their yeah, okay. their mouths open up like the predator, like and oh, they eat other vampires.
0: Yep, I have a vague recollection of those. So. Blade is a hybrid vampire, though, right? He's a
1: daywalker.
0: He's a daywalker. So, yeah, he
1: was born from his mum was pregnant mm-hmm. and she got bitten by a vampire. Oh. So, she died giving birth to him from just being bitten by a vampire. So, somehow that transition made him into a daywalker. No one knows that. Okay. So, he has all their power and none of their weaknesses so he can he doesn't get burnt by sunlight
0: oh and he
1: hates them because they killed his mum so he just kills That's vampires fair. but he's a vampire and he uh he has like a an injection he has to take every day which is like silver nitrate and garlic or whatever which like like stops him from getting the thirst
0: oh okay yeah because uh, how does he eat
1: yeah he doesn't he does yeah he, yeah, anyhow. Okay. It, it's a cool f- – uh, it, it, uh, it's, it's based on a fucking DC, uh, Marvel comic book. Yeah. Like Blades a character. And he looks re- – uh, Wesley Snipes did a real good job of looking exactly like the Blade character. Look, I
0: like Wesley Snipes. He I, like. He is not a bad actor, especially when he's uh, playing a maniacal villain. So, like, catch him in Demolition Man. He's, fucking, <laughs> he's great in that film. That was film. Dennis Rodman. Was it?
1: Yeah. No. I'm pretty sure that was Dennis Rodman.
0: Oh, shit. Well, fuck that! Dennis Rodman should have been in this film. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's fair. Wesley well,
1: Snipes is like Passenger Fifty Seven. Always bet on black.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, this is midnight. Well, this is late ni- uh, late ninety, so it's nineteen ninety eight. Directed by Stephen Norrington, who I don't fucking know. That's what he's one. Done, but yeah.
1: Yeah, but the second one, like Del Toro, and it's got Donnie Yen in it. Oh, cool. So you can't go wrong in those two aspects of a film, and then the effects in it are crazy good. Mm. Because it's Del Toro doing like his puppeteering shit with these new vampires. and the... So it's all like, it's not, it's got some, it's that thing, you know, Del Toro did like the bit of CG over the yeah. prosthetic. So it looks amazing. Like... What's
0: the one with the Pomeranian? What? There's a Pomeranian. There's like a Pomeranian what's vampire. What's a Pomeranian? Well, no, there's in one of the Blade films.
1: But what's a Pomeranian? Is it's that a dog? dog. Oh.
0: It's so, like a little chow chow. That must
1: be the third one because I haven't oh, seen it.
0: Oh, okay. But that has Ryan Reynolds shirtless a lot. Parker Posey's in that one actually. Where
1: is that the Maybe I have maybe I'm getting Blade two and three confused. Maybe. Hang on, maybe Donnie Yen's in the third one. Whoa. Oh shit. It I don't know. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because we're talking
0: about vampires. Um Yeah, okay. So Blade.
1: Yeah. Um, Blade, so Blake, it's up there with that. What's what? What's one for you?
0: Uh, for me, so I've gone in order of year because I like some kind of. I didn't order. put
1: any years on mine. Mm-hmm. I don't know what years they do.
0: No, that's fine. Um, so the Hunger, so 1983, directed by Tony Scott. This has uh, Catherine Deneuve, Susan Sarandon, and Bowie? David Bowie. Especially if it's, basically and it's a,
1: just a giant Bowie film clip, isn't it?
0: Kind of, but no. Like they used him a lot for their marketing, but um, he did so, it for
1: like four seconds.
0: Pretty much, yeah. So basically, like, and this has one of the best opening sequences ever. So it's like this this couple this is very eighties, so very, they're very cool people. They go to a club, they pick up some people separately, they bring them home.
1: Are they like business people?
0: They're not business people. Not eighties business. Oh god, no, no, not with his bonitis, No, <laughs> um, <laughs> they're just really cool, fashionable kind of people. People that you would want to come talk to you. Um, they bring them home, and while they're sort of like seducing them and then inevitably eating them, we get this really cool sort of in-between of Bauhaus doing a version of Bella Lugosi's Dead, which is really Is cool. this
1: Bowie, is one of these people?
0: Bowie is the vampire. Yeah. So they're both vampires. So Catherine Deneuve is like, she's the head vampire, and Bowie is her lover. And then Bowie. Bowie has spent centuries with her, and he suddenly all of a sudden starts aging and losing his hunger, and um, it just becomes very strange to him because he's... Well, why is this if happening He's turning to back to a human? No, he's... He just has to
1: wait it out. Is that what vampires are? You just have to wait it out.
0: Probably. So he basically just starts aging, but what it is is Catherine Deneuve has found another interest, another love interest, which is Susan oh, so Sarandon.
1: Is he, is, he, is he like a familiar or something like that?
0: Kind of. So once she moves on to another person... The, the other this, one the, f- dies. The, it can't, they never die. So he basically, he's going to end up spending his life in a box, just in storage, because he can't die unless he's killed. Um. So this is like, it's a very sexy kind of movie, because then we get a lot of sex scenes between uh, Catherine Deneuve and Susan Sarandon. But as a vampire sort of film, this is really good. We get a lot of really cool blood scenes, a lot of like, well, if you become a vampire, we can be be together forever no i don't want to be a vampire but oh i love you but yes and it's a lot of that sort of inner turmoil about transforming so, into so is
1: this one of your top top picks yeah this is started probably... with a top pick
0: yeah so i mean everything that my list is a lot shorter than yours um because i've sort of gone with the ones that have you can been steal some of mine i could because you've got some really good ones
1: yeah ne- next one still one all right as long as it's not my bottom two
0: Okay, no, that's fine. They're yours. Um, so, yeah, definitely The Hunger is one of them. It is, but it's very 80s, very sexy, very cool, very great soundtrack. Just
1: oh, Yeah, yeah. Is it stylistic it. as fuck? Fuck yes. Yeah, I like a good stylistic. Well, is Catherine, it a slow burner?
0: It is it is a slow burner. And Catherine Deneuve is French. So, you know, she brings her French style and quality. And damn, she's still good looking now as an old lady. Oui, oui. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I'm going to move straight on to my weird Russian one. Yep. So I really liked the Night Watch and Daywatch films. So mm-hmm. this is a series. They never made the third one in the trilogy. Yeah, tris. it was meant to be or, a trilogy. Or did they? I don't know. I haven't looked that up. Like maybe it came <laughs> out and like, it just fluttered through. Yep. So this is a Russian film um, done by the same guy. Uh, he, he uses the same actors and everything. It's the guy I made Wanted with Angelina Jolie and all that stuff, which is based on a comic, which is nothing like the film. Sure. Um. Yeah, he always uses the same actors. Um, he's one of those directors. like. Yep. What was the guy that did, like, Amelie and all that?
0: Uh, the French guy. Oh, what's his name? Couldn't tell you.
1: Yeah, and, he, uh, you know, he has his band of actors that he always yes. uses. So you always, like, go, oh, it's one of his films. Yeah,
0: well, like, James like, Gunn using Michael Rooker in everything. Yeah, oh,
1: man. How, yeah. how good is how Michael Rooker's you, guy?
0: Oh, uh, yeah, he's great.
1: Like, Mr. Svenning from, like, Rats? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Gets chocolate-covered pretzel. <laughs> so Nightwatch is, like, Set in Russia. Mm-hmm. It's in Russian, so mm-hmm. it's subtitled. Yes. Um, and it's like this. It's not like any other kind of... At the time when it came out, and I just looked it up before I came out, it was 2000 or something, 2007. Yep. Um, it's just... Ex- ex- so it's like coattailing the Matrix. So it's got these like really groundbreaking effects in it that are like... And you can tell he's just gone, gone like, I want to try things that, on film effects. How I'm I, not necessarily the stuff that's happening in the shot is amazing, but how he's filmed it is yeah. a, is crazy and it makes it exciting and more. So there's lots of that kind of like camera moving around stuff that's frozen. There's a lot of like stop time stuff in it, and then yeah. the camera moving around frozen things, and it's this like big like long story about you know two two like families of big families of vampires had a giant war in like the fucking uh, the medieval times and that war has like been gets reflected over generations and generations and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Um, But yeah, there's like, so there's like, there's like werewolves in this and shapeshifters, there's witches. Uh, So you get all these like, the witches are kind of like, you know, they bring things to life. They have like dolls with spider legs come out of them and crawl around. It's all CG. Oh, I like
0: that.
1: Yeah, just cool, cool stuff, in it. And um, just effects that it's in that. And I think that's what it was as a young person. I was, like, after like the Matrix came out, you were just always thirsty for that next effect. Yeah. Do you like, remember that, like feeling that you? Were just, oh, yeah.
0: Trying. Well, it's not as good as the Matrix.
1: Yeah, because I remember like, do you remember that movie, the one with Jet Li, where he's like going through it. parallel dimensions and killing each version of himself, and oh. each time you. Killer version of yourself, you double yawn coolness because, like, their power goes into you.
0: Okay, that's So sounds it's Jet awesome. Lee
1: versus multiple Jet Lee's, but yeah, they, they had like effects extravaganza than that because he can move so fast. It would go at his speed, so everything was in slow-mo, but he was moving in fast motion and fighting. Right. Like Doctor Strange-style stuff. Yeah, and in an an, an early 2000s film, it was cool. Anyway, I was always on the look for that, and this film delivered it. Yeah. And then they bought it. So it's Nightwatch, the first one. The second one's called Daywatch. And then, my word, did they deliver effects in this film. This is basically... Fast and the Furious in the vam- <laughs> in a vampire universe. Well, you
0: did show me a small clip just before because uh, I know I've seen one of them when it came out at the cinema. i not watched it since. And if you, had, so- if you
1: didn't see the first yeah. one, you- it's one of those films with such a dense storyline yeah. that if you're not 100% listening to every bit of dialogue and taking it in, you just don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like you know one of those rewatch things that you get obsessed with when you're younger. Mm-hmm. Yes. These days if I watch I'll be like, don't understand.
0: Yeah, I'm done, I'm done. Move
1: on. It's fine. But like, you know, when you're young and you're thirsty for like that dense stuff that... no, And it was one of those films that hadn't come out here locally, so I imported it in. I was all about it.
0: Yeah, no, that's... But you did show me a sequence just before and it was like, oh, this should be in the new Fast and Furious film. It's like this driving...
1: They're driving like a Ferrari on the side of a curved Russian building.
0: Because why not?
1: Yeah, because they're vampires. (laughs) And um, yeah, it's... It's it's like doing like you know handbrake turns on the side of it, and it's knocking all the window panes off and stuff. It's very cool. Like it's oozing its own style, and there's yeah. bits in it like there's these weird weapons that you. There's like a little ball that splits open. It basically destroys a whole department apartment block by like shooting out tiny ball bearings, and it's just crazy. Like such high ideas, and there's lots of like, and it's all and all the characters are like vampires, werewolves, shapeshifters, witches. Like it's not. Humans aren't in it much at all. Yeah. Like, well, that's fine. The main character just... is a vampire.
0: Yeah. Well, sometimes I don't want to watch films with people. People just get in the way of things. Give me the occult.
1: It's funny. A lot of these vampire films, the main characters are vampires in, yeah. the, in this here. The the days of like, you know, the vampires, the bad guy. Mm. Is, I mean, like Blade's a vampire. Watch, a vampire. um. Couple more of these, yeah. yeah the, the, the main character well, that's is the, thing, the vampire. Because I think
0: everybody wants to be the vampire, and I think the whole concept of the vampire film is us watching what it would like the actual you don't want that lifestyle. Like, it's probably cool for a hundred years, but after that, yeah.
1: So, well, what are that's you one do? of my films that get delves deep into that. Oh, shit. Oh, it
0: really does. It's a great film. Um, so my next one, I'm just gonna before I steal some of yours, um, is the 1992 Buffy the Vampire Slayer film.
1: Oh, the film! With the, the
0: film! film. Ow, ow, Not oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I have to mention it because it was one of those films that I watched a lot on VHS. Every time I went to my dad's house, um, he always had like a box of certain movies, so I'd watch those movies. Every fortnight when we went down there, so that was always a big one for me. It took a lot of uh, from other films, so like the bit where David Arquette he's just become a vampire and he rocks up to Luke Perry's and he's like tapping on the window and he's like, "Come out!" It's like I feel great. This is good. Um, but then you've got the terrible 90s fashion. You get Pee-wee Herman, uh, Paul Rubens, basically dressed as he was when he was arrested. Uh, I can't remember <laughs> what he was arrested for there's, now.
1: There's a weird fact about this film. I don't know what it is. Like I'm trying to. I'm oh, going- there's
0: a weird fact that you don't know.
1: It, it's an, why she's called Buffy. It's like, it's oh. a direct like reference or yes, stealing um, from something it else. It was
0: the dog from Night of the Comet.
1: Yep, that's yep. it.
0: That's what it is. is we like, did it. We got there. Yeah, but if, yeah. So I, was,
1: I was sitting there going, there's a fact I know about thing. this film. <laughs>
0: um, but of course it is, you know, the. It's, everyone knows the 90s TV series. This is the movie that is started. Is done by it. Joss? Sweden? It is done by Joss, yeah.
1: Rest, yourself, rest in peace. <sighs> Basically. <laughs>
0: Basically, yeah. Um, so it's this young girl, she's, Turns. I
1: don't think you need to explain what no, Buffy is. You really
0: is. don't. Like, I don't need to explain it. Um, but Actually, no, he,
1: he took massive... There's actually him on record saying he basically took heaps of stuff from Night of the Comet. Like, even the main character of Night of the Comet is based on Buffy.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think he stole a lot of shit from yeah. a lot of places. Um, but yeah, so like this is just. He's a
1: Quentin Tarantino. He like, you is, know, wow, you got such great ideas that are from other films.
0: They are mine now. Um, it's, yeah. It's, I put a modern spin on them. It's homaging, not stealing, apparently. He has a quote about it. It's stupid. But yeah, the vampires look quite silly. The big teeth, the ears, but then nothing else really changes about you. Um,
1: that makes it easier in the makeup department.
0: Yeah. And of course, there's like. A basketball game, and there's va- the vampires playing the basketball game as well. Donald Sutherland is in it, he plays the Watcher.
1: It's a lot funnier than Buffy, isn't it?
0: It's very... This is... a. I would say... I would call it more of a horror comedy rather than...
1: Nothing wrong with a horror comedy. I love a horror Evil comedy. Evil Dead 3, um, a Night of the Living Dead Part 2. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. man. That Night of the Living Dead, watched that recently.
0: The, the one... Where they
1: stick the screwdriver in the monster's head.
0: The Tar Man. I think Tar That's Man's in three? that one.
1: I don't know. I don't know. There's, the, don't know. there's a it's, lot because there's like day. It's like yeah. It's one of the. There's lots of them.
0: Yes, we uh, we watched some a while ago together. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah, so Tar yeah, Man is good. Yeah, brains. But yes, uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer in 1992.
1: Oh man, Kicking it. How can I beat that?
0: Well, with any film on your list, <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm gonna go straight to Daybreakers. Mm-hmm. Um, so Daybreakers is my next one, obviously. So this is I'm. Um, I'm not sure this is an Australian film. It does have Sam Neill in it, but I might be getting confused with Dark City. Do you remember that film? I loved it.
0: I've never have seen you, Dark have City. Have you been to Shell
1: Beach? Have you not seen it? No. Give it a watch.
0: Okay, because it was always one of those films that just got really, really bad reviews. So oh. I thought, oh, I'm never going to Ma-
1: watch maybe it. Maybe it. it is that. I remember, but then again, this is the young version of me who had the poster of it at his house. And like, I, did, I, I enjoyed it. It's one of those weird kind of... Like, whenever you say Inception to me, for some reason I think of Dark City. I don't know why. Okay. I'm going to have to revisit it to know why. Anyhow, Daybreakers. Yes. Um, so this is a film. You got, like, uh, Sam Neill. You got William Defoe. You got Ethan Hawke. <laughs> and the whole film, its premise is that Vampires of One. This is set in the future. Not too far into the future, but future enough.
0: So the film is... Made in 2009, it's set in the year 2019.
1: Oh, cool. So it's
0: now set in the past?
1: Yeah, but like but there's not like um, there's not like flying cars or anything no. like that. Right. It's actually pretty accurate. And the whole world has turned into vampires. There mm. must have been a vampire breakout earlier on, you know, years ago, but now everyone is a vampire and society has maintained and just kept its structure going along. So you just still go to work. You just still do everything. But you're a vampire, so only the world's just shifted around. That everyone gets up at night, yeah. Everyone goes to their jobs, and um, yeah, and the vampires don't—they don't turn into bats or anything like that. And uh, there are obviously the biggest corporation in the world is the people who run the blood farms and that. So they yeah. breed humans to like run the blood farms, and there's a big conspiracy because the blood's running out.
0: Oh, um,
1: and it's very cool. There's some like, really cool ideas in this. There's like. So, cars don't have windows. Uh, uh, they just are all blacked out, and there's like a fucking dash cam. That way, you just kind of like you drive to a monitor. Like, oh. if, if, if you have buildings, don't have windows in them. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, there's like uh, walkways between buildings and stuff like that. So, so, uh, so uh, stuff can still happen in the daytime. Yeah. But the majority of the world is at nighttime. And, you know, there's still dudes sell. you know, uh, like, you know, there's still, like, dudes selling hot dogs, but instead of selling hot dogs, they're selling, like, blood bags. Yeah. you to suck on. And, yeah, and it's this great idea, and yeah. it works. It and sounds
0: like a really interesting concept because, you know, we all have that idea of vampires. What if it would be a world of vampires living as But they're on suits. In like, no one yeah. looks
1: like But I think that the only thing about them is they've got, like, yellow eyes. Everyone okay. in the film has yellow eyes. Sure. Um, and I think... I think maybe even... This is like pulling it from like in the memory. I think Ethan Hawke might be a daywalker.
0: Oh! and
1: that's the big thing or some shit. I can't remember.
0: Oh, Anyhow, he's going to be the one to save humanity. But yeah,
1: if you haven't seen Daybreakers, in the vampire genre, it's definitely a standout. Have you looked it up?
0: I have. I've is got, it Australian? It doesn't say that it is Australian, but yeah, I can see... It has see Ethan
1: Hawke and Sam Neill in it.
0: Sam Neill, Claudia Carvin, Isabel Lucas, they're all Australian. I'm I'm gonna say going lean towards probably it probably an Australian film, um so yeah well actually I was talking to Liz last night saying about um we're gonna be talking about vampires in this episode and she's like oh what's the one And she was trying so hard to remember
1: what did she say Cause I want to see if I can guess it
0: Would no. She oh. literally described the plot of this film, looked it up, and she's like, Daybreakers, that's right. You've got to talk about Daybreakers. I'm like, I've never heard or and seen this film. And you didn't put it film. on your list? <laughs> well, I've you never seen see- it. I've never heard of it. So, like, you know, I'm going with what films I like, not, not something yeah, I don't yeah, yeah. know about. But um, So, yeah, now it's, it's definitely gone on the, the watch list, which I'm sure I'm going to have to, you know, burn through at some well, point. Well, I'm
1: going to put it on um, as one of my picks, the, Ooh, the spoiler cast.
0: Even better.
1: One day. I'll bring it up. My next one.
0: Your next cracker. one? Cracker. Oh, it's a cracker, is it? No. Uh, well, mine is, of course... No,
1: no, I mean my next spoiler cast I'm choosing. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah got, okay. got one left.
0: I like it. Um, so the next one on my list is, of course, Bram Stoker's Dracula from 1992, directed by Francis Ford Coppola. That
1: one, Keanu Reeves. That is
0: the one with Keanu Reeves, and Winona everyone Ryder, in it. Yeah. Anthony Hopkins, and freaking Gary Oldman just being a boss.
1: Just being... Um, Uh, What's his name? Detective Gordon?
0: Yes.
1: (laughs) Just Um, everywhere he goes, he's just Detective Gordon to me. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Well, well, Gary Oldman is...
1: Who's the young girl in it that's the vampire that's forever a child? Is that that one? Is that that film?
0: No, that's Interview with the Vampire, which I will will talk about. It is on my list. Um, So, yeah, I mean, it's it's a basic just modern retelling, but not modern. It's like, you
1: know... Of Dracula. It's Dracula.
0: It's... Just Dracula, the novel retold in 1992 by Francis Ford Coppola, who was a freaking sh- Swedish shit director. Um, shit. Sweet as shit. So. Oh, Swedish.
1: As- yeah. th- Is said, a Swedish shit
0: director? <laughs> He's not. Uh, it's a great film, and of course. Do you know, up
1: until this point, I thought Francis Ford Coppola was a lady. Oh, really? <laughs> I'm just, Francis. This sounds. Yeah, I always just thought Francis like-
0: McDormand. Yeah, I get it.
1: Is nice. there another Coppola that makes films? Sophia. Yeah, I get the daughter. Confused. I get them confused.
0: That's fair. Um, yeah, I mean, this, obviously, Gary Oldman's portrayal as Dracula is fantastic, which has also been parodied so many times. Mr. Burns. We, the most <laughs> famous one is Mr. Burns. And, of course, you've got the Dracula Dead and Loving It film that came out what almost immediately after that.
1: It, uh, um, Leslie Nielsen.
0: <laughs> yep. And the guy from Ally McBeal. Why didn't you
1: put that on your list?
0: <laughs> I haven't watched that film in like nah. 20 or 30 years. So I probably don't want it on my film. Um, but yeah, like I, I really like this one. I am definitely due for a, a rewatch because I have not watched this film for a little while now. But it's always one of those. I don't think I want to put it on our list of things to watch because it is a slow burny film. It might take us a while to get through. But definitely worth checking out.
1: Definitely worth checking out.
0: Definitely.
1: Well, I'm, I'm going to pick two more from my list. Mm. So I'm going to go into my, my, my fucking, my hut. Wow.
0: You going into your...
1: No, no, I'm going to keep going. you going to keep for... going? Yeah, yeah. I can't get into my good ones yet because, you know, I've only been doing for 28 minutes.
0: Oh, what are you doing?
1: I know, I know um so i'm probably gonna talk about what's another good one that i I'm, um what we do in the shadows uh-huh the film the tv show yeah. i'm just gonna count them all as kind of one um um comedy but what <laughs> but what was the name of the all right, so if you don't know what, what we do in the shadows is it's basically is it new zealand
0: it's taika taika tiger. it's taika yeah
1: yeah it is yeah
0: it. Yeah. yeah is it yes and he's in it. He's one of the main vampires. Which one's he? He's like the main vampire.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah. I never pulled that together. Yeah. Did he do the TV show?
0: Um, I don't. That's
1: got all like Matt Berry. Yes, in the so fucking
0: Matt Berry is the best. Um, I think he's produced it. I'm not sure that he's done it. I know that I, th- I haven't watched all of the series. Um,
1: I always thought it but was, but I think
0: he does like some a bit part or something. I always
1: thought it was the Flight of the Conqu- Concourse guys. That's fair. A thing, they're yeah. in it, aren't they?
0: Well, there one of them's in it. Jermaine, yeah, Jermaine's in the movie.
1: Um, yeah, yeah. So uh, what we're in the shadows—it's basically a comedy piss take of mm. vampires, of like uh, a bunch of vampires that live in a house together in modern yep. times, and all of them are kind of because you know vampires live forever. They're all kind of from different genres of vampires, and it's
0: a documentary style film as well. Yeah, it's like a so. yeah
1: documentary style. So they talk to the camera. And it's all about like you know. They've all got their fucking hard New Zealand accents. They're, yep. they're, they're milking their New Zealand accents, knowing that it's hilarious. Yep. Um, and that, they, yeah, they've got like a bunch and they live together in this house. You've got like your Nosferatu. Is he Paul? Isn't I that? think
0: his name is Paul. I didn't like the film. Oh, uh, how can you do that? I didn't like it. I don't know. Maybe I need to rewatch it. I didn't like it.
1: Now, but you're now loving what's his name. You might be like, Oh, yeah, I get it now.
0: Yeah. I mean, but, I do like Matt Berry and I have enjoyed the series. I like the Nadia character yeah, so the, as well. Yeah, Nadia's character yeah, is really she's great. good.
1: Um, so, yeah, and then they went on and did the TV series, which mm. has all those like crazy English comedians in yeah. it, like Matt Berry and all those people in it and stuff like that. And um, it just follows the same kind of structure with different vampires and they live in a hat in this dodgy house mm. uh, and dodgy neighborhood kind of yeah. thing in modern times. But. I really like uh, what we do in the shadow, shadows, like because like their you know, their enemies are the werewolves. <laughs> yes, and it's like what's his name Murray from yep, Flight, from of, Flight the of the Concord. It's like playing the boss, the, the, the head werewolf. Yep, but they're just like a bunch of just dudes. Yes, they just and he's always going on about like you know like, you have to wear your stretchy pants if you transform. <laughs> you know when you sit there and you, you know, you, you rip your shreds out, you gotta wear the stretchy pants.
0: Keep the language down, wear werewolves,
1: not swearwolves. Exactly. Like it's funny. <laughs> um Yeah, uh, Murray. I don't know I only know him as Murray. Yeah. Like their, when Murray played in Flight of the Concourse, their manager.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He's the manager. That's uh,
1: great. Uh I just thought it was a really fun kind of thing and I was just well, like
0: Well oh, it, it. it yeah, it, so it's it is a new and different take on the vampire thing. Which is
1: hard. How trying to yeah. do new but like the newest thing in in this list here to me is daybreakers. Yeah. Like that I've said so far. Um you got some someone you I don't even know what it is.
0: No, that's all right. Um <laughs> <laughs> I'll get to it. But yeah, no no, cuz it, so it not only does it and they also talk about it as well because they like you said they had the Nosferatu character vampire Paul, Paul
1: Barry or whatever. Yeah, it's a really they, red, They've always
0: got those names as well. And he
1: just like lives in the cupboard upstairs and they are kind of like a little
0: they just sort of check on him every so often.
1: Yeah. yeah. He's just in the car. Anything he's like, will pale or like.
0: Yeah. So they go through all of the styles of vampire that they that there are because, you know, vampires have, have changed. So Nosferatu is like a fantastic silent film era film about a vampire, but it's completely different and it's not sexy. Yeah. It's
1: not a sexy they've vampire. Got like the sexy go- they've got like the the shit vampire. And then they got like their familiar. Yep. That's always like trying to. Yeah. Like, they'll just never change him?
0: No. No, it's just <laughs> such a joke. Because
1: then it's just like, but you do our housework. Yeah. Like, they don't want to change him because then they don't have anyone to do with their shit for them. That's exactly They're just selfish. Right. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Love no, that idea. It,
0: it definitely, like, I think, yeah, what we do on The Shadows is definitely a good one. And I really like that they, in the TV series, they introduce the emotional, the psychic vampire, Colin.
1: Oh, yeah. He's just
0: like an emotional vampire. He, he,
1: he drains you of emotion. He, yeah. He eats off of like...
0: Feeds off of your like emotions, so your, um, so your happiness and stuff. So, he basically he works in an he office. Sucks.
1: He sucks the life yeah. out of everything. That, he yeah. does.
0: So, he like works in an office building and he kind of goes around and talks to you and he's like, oh, yes. He's like the, the
1: shit cunt that comes around and ruins and your just, day and that's what he feeds off Yeah. Of.
0: And he's just there like, Ahh. he's really <laughs> happy about it. Um, And I really like the the guy that plays him as well. He's pretty he's Yeah, that, that was
1: like. a really good idea. Yeah, but so... I would say watch What We Do in the Shadows, the movie, and then follow it up with the TV show. Mm-hmm. Like-
0: you don't have to watch the two consecutively either because it's the TV series is different characters. Um, they do reference the movie, but you don't really have to.
1: Watch Get into Two it. and two. So
0: it. yep. Next on my list, I've got Interview with a Vampire from
1: 1994. And that's the one with the girl we who And Who's yes. she's played by someone who's famous now? Yeah,
0: Kirsten Dunst. Kirsten Dunst. Yes, Kirsten. she was like 11 and got to kiss Brad Pitt, and every ever 11 year old girl was like, Brad Pitt, he's so sexy."
1: BP. BP.
0: Um. So this as, is
1: pre Fight Club, though. isn't it?
0: This is pre Fight Fight Club. So this, this is, is this is
1: like dances. This is like uh, what is it, the fall. What was that? Oh Hall?
0: yeah, the fall. Legends no, of the fall. Legends
1: of the fall. All legends of the fall. This is when every ma- every bloke hated him because every woman loved him. Yeah. And then he did Fight Club, and then it just reversed on that shit. And then yeah. every bloke loved him, and every woman was like, uh, he's kind of gross."
0: He's <laughs> And now he's, he's just doing. everything. Um, now he's
1: every. Uh, he can just do anything.
0: He's pretty versatile, and he's he's he, also one of those guys that isn't afraid to to be dirty and be grungy and be gross.
1: Yeah, like, or, or he plays like, World War Z, the guy that only can land a plane by crashing it.
0: Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> um, so it's directed by Neil Jordan. So it's uh, based on the Anne Rice book, uh, Interview the Vampire, where um, Lestat basically turns uh, Louis into a vampire. What's that, Keanu Reeves? Keanu Reeves is not in this. Uh, Tom Cruise is in Tom this. Cruise, Tom Cruise, plays Lestat. I mean, I get them
1: all. Um, These two films, so Bram Stoker's Injury with a Vampire, are one film to me. Yeah. Like, I constantly make references to them and get it wrong.
0: Oh, no, that's all right. Um, so, the story is basically Louis, Brad Pitt, relaying his story of how he became a vampire and how he has gone from... the. I don't know whatever freaking time it was that he became a vampire. To today, he's telling that story to Christian Slater, who is a journalist. Oh, Christian Slater's in it as Christian well. Christian Slater's in it, yes. Um, so it, it basically goes through of the relationship that he has with uh, Lestat um, and with the the little girl Claudia, who he turns into a vampire. Why does he do that?
1: He's just thirsty.
0: So he would, yeah, basically it was is during the plague years. They're in France. Everyone's dying and dead and he, he's so hungry. You can't eat the rats because the rats are bad. Um, and he comes across this little girl whose mother has just died and she's, she asks for help and he basically bites Helps her. her. <laughs> he, yeah, he is bites the, her. He drags her off to Lestat. Is this, the,
1: is this the film where she mentions that she can't have sex every time her hymen grows back? Cause it's like...
0: No, she's 11.
1: Yeah, but she's not 11. She's no. lived for hundreds of years. Yes. So they don't mention that in it? Or is that a different well,
0: film? Well, at one point, she sort of comes through um, because she's getting older. She's not changing like all the other women. She wants boobs. She wants to yeah. have sex. She's clearly in love with Louis. Um, and nothing's ever going to change. She's forever going to be this cute little 11-year-old girl. Shirley
1: Temple-esque girl. And she girl. fucking
0: hates it. Yeah, she looks so much like Shirley Temple. So yeah. she, at one point she, like, cuts her hair, then her and Lestat have this huge thing. They hate each other, and um, they, like, plot to kill Lestat and get away from it all. It's this whole crazy... It's like a two-and-a-half-hour film.
1: And from back then, two-and-a-half hours was a big deal.
0: Very much. Um But, yeah, this is definitely one that I remember watching this one. It was one of those that I sort of saw when I was, I wouldn't say too young. I was definitely not MA15 plus. um, And there was a lot of nudity in this film.
1: Is it just nudity laden? laden? Just a
0: lot of naked ladies.
1: Because, you know, vampires. No no wangs?
0: No wangs. Not that I can recall, but I was never really interested. So, you know, didn't really...
1: There was a Wang in Suicide Squad. You remember? That? I,
0: yeah, I did. Just because
1: it's R-rated, it actually just through. Yeah. Oh, who wants to get their dicks out?
0: Yeah, I'll get my dick out.
1: Sick. Yep. That's a pretty good-looking dick.
0: Yeah. So, Interview with a Vampire definitely one of those uh, everyone should watch. It's a great film. The book is great, although I can't remember much of it. Um, they also went on to try and do more of Anne Rice's novels with, like, Queen of the Damned. So it was, be- yeah, m- meant to be based on the book of the Vampire Lestat because he had such a fascinating life. Um, and then Queen of the Dam just ended up being a really bad film.
1: Yeah, that movie was rubber. With a
0: great soundtrack. Oh. Very new metal.
1: Um, I want to talk about Lost Boys. Please. Because you do. can't make a vampire list without putting in the fucking coolest film <laughs> in the world. This
0: year? Yeah. Great uh, soundtrack.
1: Oh, yeah. It opens with, like, you know, the doors. Like, you know, what's it called? Uh, what's the place they're at? Like San.
0: Yeah.
1: Los Carlos. Oh, yeah, I can't remember now. So, yeah, it's Lost Boys. If you haven't seen it, mm. go watch it. You are listen mm. to a podcast about horror and you haven't watched the Lost Boys, you're an idiot. It's true. Um, you, you're looking at Kiefer Sutherland. Mm. You're looking at Corey Feldman. You're looking at.
0: The other. Winters.
1: Feldman. What's his name? The other Bill and Ted.
0: Uh, fuck.
1: Something Winters. Yep. Adam Winters or some shit. I
0: can't remember. Fuck, where's my brain today?
1: I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Um,. So you're looking at those actors. You're looking at... Uh, actually, it's both the quarries. Yeah, both yeah. the
0: Corys. This is peak... Haim
1: and Fieldman.
0: Yeah. Peak, like, 80s boy acting.
1: Boy actors. Boy actors. Um, you got a family moving into... Oh, I
0: nearly Alex said. Winters. Alex Winters. Thank you. Um,
1: moving into a town, up. a coastal town in America, a small coastal town that has a really big fun park. Yeah, why not? And um, apparently it's the vampire capital of the world. <laughs> Mm. So there's is a but all oh, vampires in this are just fucking cool teenagers and you get you get cool fucking Kiefer Sutherland playing the head vampire or whatever. Um it's just cool this yep. film. Like it's got sick music. Saxophone. Oh, it's got the sexy saxophone player, which to this day is still a meme. Yes. You look up Lost Boy's saxophone and you'll get a you'll get an eyeful of a very glistening man thrusting his hips, playing the saxophone, which has gone down in history as the sax man or whatever. Yeah. But he, like, still...
0: He's, he goes to conventions. Like, he for such a small part in a film, he goes to conventions as this sax man guy, and he plays shows, he does things. Like, he's got a career around this, like, 30 seconds of film. Good on him.
1: Mm. Um, this film was aimed at teenage boys. Mm-hmm. Um... How good at it uh Corey uh Heim's like dress sense in this is Oh yeah. is cr- We've done this before I think the Lost Boys is one of our things. So yes. We've not done his, it for a spoiler his, his cast. Loud but... shirts. Yep. He got uh, you know he he male and he, crop and he, he he goes to a dirt mall and he finds this comic book store cuz he's into comics and it's run by the Frog Brothers. He's played by Corey Feldman and the other guy <laughs> <laughs> which no one ever cared about. Yep. And uh they're like Militant vampire hunters uh, The comic book You know The comic book shop Is their front And But the comics All have like How to deal with Vampires in them And shit It's pretty Apparently that comic They made Marvel made that comic Like there's one called Like Vampire's Attack Or something Yeah They made that comic For the movie And it's an actual Real comic And there's one of them And one of the Coreys has it Or something at their house
0: Well one of them Has it oh, Because one of, them's one of them yeah. alive <laughs> Yep
1: which is so weird because the Corey that's alive is the one that you think wouldn't have the one that yeah, have,
0: honestly you would have thought that he would Feldman have
1: Feldman would have died because he was so fucked up and druggy and shit. And the other one, I don't know what happened to him. Like uh, he wasn't one of those ones that got killed by bloody like uh, Charlie Sheen, was it?
0: Yeah. Well, Charlie Sheen did something to him.
1: Yeah, it wasn't. That's why he committed suicide.
0: Yeah, I think he committed suicide. It was either suicide or drug o- overdose or a combination of the two. Very sad.
1: Anyhow, look that up. Different story. Not as fun as talking about horror. And then, <laughs> so you, yeah, you've got this whole thing of like these cool vampires, these kids that are cool. And then you got this ending on it as a teenage boy. This is a great Gateway horror, I yes, reckon. Yes,
0: I think so, yeah.
1: We should have talked about this in the Gateway episode. Ah. like You get this whole like taking out scene. They pushed him into like fucking bath full of garlic. They've got guns, you know. You've got your lock and load scene where they're getting ready, they make steaks, they've got water pistols full of garlic, holy water. The scene where they run into the church and distill all the holy water, like mm-hmm. right in the middle of a ceremony, everyone stops and looks at them. And as they're leaving, the dude just gives them a fist pump. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Like, it uh, has got lines. Like, you know, he shoots a fucking vampire with a, an arrow at uh, a stake. He smashes into the stereo. The stereo starts playing and then the vampire explodes. And he's like, death by stereo. And it's a fucking cool. Sick. And, like, you know... Corey gives them the Frog Brothers gives them like their you know their their monologue speeches like every vampire goes out a different way some go quietly some explode you know what I mean like (laughs) it's just so good every line in it like
0: everything about it is great
1: and it's about like the main character his brother is going through the transformation of a vampire yeah so there's good vampires and bad vampires
0: yeah it's definitely it's on my list for a rewatch I haven't seen it in a while
1: I watched it recently
0: and uh, I think Liz is getting a bit uh, we should watch Lost Boys much. Sure. Sure.
1: She She likes that, does she?
0: Yeah, yeah. She thinks it's a great film. Great film.
1: It's Um, because it is a great film. I went to a forum the other day and someone was, like, ragging on it. And I'm like, how can you rag on that film? Like, I can't even think of anything wrong with it apart from, like, the fashion? (laughs) I don't know. Like, the fashion's hilarious. You know, one earring with the the, the crucifix on it. Kiefer's Look. got like the spiked blonde hair and they wear big trench coats. But it's kind coats. of a
0: mullet as well. Mullet. They're a yeah. mullet.
1: They, ride, they ride. They ride motorbikes.
0: Yeah. Well, that's cool. Everything about this film through, seems
1: cool. Through, I keep on saying San Dimas, but that's where it's Villain from, isn't it?
0: Yeah. It's like Los... Like, uh, it's not Santa Clarita. It's like Los Santos or something. It's all over shirts now. You can buy those fucking shirts everywhere. Mm. I don't know. I haven't picked it Is it up. a made up place? No. Is it a real place? Yeah, I'd say so. Probably.
1: No, no. Anyway,
0: on. Well, the last one on my list uh, is a film from this year, and it's called Jacob's Wife. This film is really cool. So it stars Barbara Crampton, yeah. who... Did
1: did, did did she move his ladder? She may have. So Jacob's Ladder get it?
0: Yeah. Oh, I get it. I oh, you
1: got it. I just <gasps> explained it. it. Makes It <laughs> makes it funnier. It makes
0: it funnier. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's about this woman who has been married to a pastor for the last, like, 30-something years. She's very... Like, Tortellini. She's... I love tort. I like, stop. I can't eat pasta right now. Um. So she's married to a, a a pastor in a town. She's very, she's very sad. She's miserable. Like she's plain, just uh, same routine day after day. She's bored. She's miserable. Um. And she's, you know, she's trying to do things in the town to sort of help the town to better the town. And one of the things is trying to. Stop a mall getting built or trying to get a mall built. One of the two, I can't remember. So she meets up with a developer who is played by an ex-flame. Um, and they go off to the site to have a look around. And, of course, it is home to some vampires. vampires. Um, she gets bitten.
1: Oh, dear. Um, and is he a vampire?
0: He is not a vampire. Oh, okay. He straight out just gets fucking murdered. It's great. Oh, murderized. Murderized. Um, and then she starts this transformation into a vampire.
1: Vampirism.
0: So, of course, she goes from being this very, you know, she's always there, you know, scrubbing the skid marks out of his jocks, uh, cooking his breakfast every morning, to suddenly he's there for breakfast. He's got no pants. He's got no breakfast. Like, what are you doing? Where are you? And he, so it's basically her just starting to take a stance against like, no, I'm not happy in my life. I'm not happy doing this. I have all this newfound power now. But also she's scared of that power. When he finds out what's happening, rather than sort of killing her, he kind of s- tries to help. So he tries to help her, and which means he ends up having to clean up a lot of blood from a lot of different places. <laughs> uh, hilarity ensues.
1: Is it comedy? It.
0: There is a lot of comedy aspects aspects to it horror comedy yes um and then there is a lot of blood so i was sort of within the first like 10 to 15 minutes i was like "Mm, i don't know and then the blood happens and i'm like fuck yes (laughs) this is the best um and of course the one of the head vampires is a very nosferatu looking vampire which is kind of cool to see that they've brought it back it wasn't a sexy thing it wasn't a twilight thing it was this is what it is. And it's played by the same woman who played the nun in The Conjuring films as well. Okay. Um, but I don't want to spoil the film or give too much away because it did come out this year and I definitely recommend everyone should check it out.
1: This reminded me of a story, one of my life stories. It's like back in the day, um, I, I haven't always been into comics. Mm-hmm. In fact, I didn't really tread it in a comic book store really until I worked in one. Wow. Which is crazy weird. Like I've, I haven't been into comics as long as like normal people have been into comics that would own a comic store. Um, it's probably why my store is so different from a normal comic store. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember in the early '90s, I did go to the Adelaide Comic Center back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know anything about comics, so but I thought I want to. I was working at a night shift, and I thought I want something to read on my night shift, so I'll go into the comic shop. And naturally, when you don't know anything about a comic shop, and they don't help you very well yeah. because back when it was owned by other people, yeah, I just went gravitated over to the magazine section because I'm like. You know, if you don't know anything, you just go to what you know. Uh, yeah. And I picked up a copy of Vamp- uh, Vampirotica, <laughs> a, a real yeah. v- a magazine that was about real just photos and articles of people who were taking on the vampire life and um, sure. being at drinking blood, having interviews, getting photo shoots. And I and I thought maybe this is something I want to get into. Oh. And uh, by the end, I've read the magazine. I decided I didn't want to yeah, get into. It get that get was into just it. a bunch of turkeys, ah. like just making out they're a vampire. Uh, but they yeah. So, but then I thought like man, like this is a publication that costs money. So there must be enough people out there that lead the vampire life. Yeah, I making out so. they're a vampire to warrant a publication. And I'm like, it's crazy to think about it. You know what I mean? Like,
0: yeah.
1: Well, these days they just make a, a website. But this was a printed magazine that had made it from America to Australia and put into a shop. Like,
0: that's like, that's it, crazy.
1: There's a, a crazy lot of people
0: idea? into that kind of stuff then.
1: A lot. But like, is there, is there, a, is there a, a sect of people that like, think they're zombies? And then, like, it's I funny mean, you a say that. Walk, but, but yeah,
0: Liz showed me this video this morning of a girl who is now married to a zombie statue. It's not a statue, it's like a doll. It's like a half size doll. Oh, which, I like those
1: weird Japanese things.
0: Yeah, but it's a zombie. She has like six of them, but she's only married to one. She is well, rom- well, you don't
1: want to don't want like make the other ones jealous. No,
0: she is romantically involved. Uh, well, sexually, physically involved with all of them.
1: So, you are she's just this a necrophiliac that's like trying to get around
0: it? I don't know, but she made it not get
1: around it, but like do the best she can without having to fuck a corpse.
0: Quite possibly, she did make it very, very clear because you know how a lot of the Japanese stuff—it's like she looks like she's twelve, but she's like thirty-eight years old—and they put that on the description. That's how they can try and get away with selling. That kind of stuff. She's like, oh, this one's 38, this one's like 37, this one's 39, this one's 42.
1: Did they look like boys?
0: No, the, they were they girls. They were just
1: small men because it's too expensive to make a full-size person?
0: They were all girls. Um, all right. some, one, The one that she's married to was like half my height. It was tiny. and I think
1: because it would be too expensive to make a full-size body one.
0: Quite possibly. but
1: Because the, the Japanese dolls are small as well. yes. And I, and, I, and I it's not because they well, try to be kids. It's just because I just think they just don't want to make yeah. massive ones. Yeah, it's probably. That,
0: you could, I mean, you can buy it. It's harder
1: to put a person-sized mannequin in your cupboard. Yes. Than it is a small one.
0: Well, they're not in the cupboard. But they're, it was a zombie. They, it was a zombie. So it has no jaw. It's like face is ripped off. It looks like it's a d- decaying corpse. Um, and she is married to this thing and she, she fucks it.
1: I always find it weird that you can... Um, uh, marry something? Like the like people that marry the Eiffel Tower, Well or the people. But how many people are married to the Eiffel Tower? Clearly that.
0: Well, yeah, it shouldn't be allowed. Because You should only
1: be allowed. One person should only be allowed to marry one thing. So it's you're like, the well, you, one. No, person. you
0: got in first. You're now married to the Eiffel Tower. You're just having an extramarital affair. Yeah, whatever. I love that. You know, for so long, gay people couldn't get married, but you could marry a toaster. That's great.
1: Yeah, I you know the people that people eat stuff. Yes. You people that like that dude that's eating a car? Like they <laughs> chop it up. Like he's eating a whole car in his life. Like a, 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 an automobile.
0: Why? People. That's <laughs> not vampires. They're uh, emotional what, vampires. What are we talking about again? we <laughs> Well, I've just finished talking about Jacob's Wife.
1: Jacob's Wife, that was it, yeah, yeah.
0: And you're going to tell me about another one of your favourite films.
1: I'm going to talk about my most watched vampire film now, which is From Dusk Till Dawn. Is it called From Dusk Till Dawn or just Dusk Till Dawn? From From
0: Dusk Till Dawn. From Dusk,
1: yeah, it's got from in it. Yeah. I mean, as the person who's, you know, his most watched film, he doesn't know the title of it. That's fine. So Quentin Tarantino, Mm -hmm. Um, this film is great. Yes. Um, This film is half a film, half a vampire film. Yes. Like, it pretty much draws a line in the fucking sand of when it turns into a vampire film. And what makes this film unique, I think, is the film before the vampire film element clicks in is a good enough to be its own film.
0: Very much, yeah, agree. Um,
1: it's about, about Seth Gecko and uh, Reg... No, what's his name? So Seth Gecko is played by George Clooney mm-hmm. in George Clooney's Dreamboat stage... Of his life. Yep. Um, he's just becoming Salt and Pepper Clooney. It's like years after ER, so he's like he's he's really grown into his Clooniness. Mm-hmm. Um, he plays, I think it's Reggie Gecko is the other one. He's played by Quentin Tarantino. His brothers, they are bank robbers on the run, trying to get across the border to Mexico to spend their money. Um, that's the first part of the film. Yep. It has a whole. So this was made by Robert Rodriguez, I'm pretty sure. Is yes. that right? And it's a Quentin Tarantino script, mm-hmm. and it's one of those t- Once every time someone does a Quentin Tarantino film that's not Quentin Tarantino that he's written, he doesn't like it. Yep. Like Natural Born Killers, to me, one of the greatest films of all time. He doesn't like it because yep. it's not Cause what it's he would have done.
0: Him, it's not his vision. Was... It's not his jerk off all over it.
1: Yeah, yeah. He doesn't. You yeah, haven't got enough body. art. Uh, no. Homages. Not not enough feet. Not enough um, out of place music. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Not enough Uma like- Therma's foot. Um, anyhow, what was I talking about? Yeah, the film. Uh, so you've got there Seth Gecko and Richie Gecko. They're trying to get across uh, from America into Mexico to spend their money. They're going to deal with uh, uh, Cheech and Chong, basically. Yeah. To, uh, you know, to, they're going to meet, they're going to cross the border and meet in a bar at midnight, no, at dawn and live their new lives in luxury, drinking pina coladas. You That's know, great. With their money. Anyhow, the whole start of this film is like, you know, uh, his brother Richie, played by Quentin Tarantino, he's a psychopath. Mm-hmm. Um, and a bit and, of a pedophile. And a bit of a pedophile. And fu- he's just a sex offender, yeah. basically. And like, what makes this movie so alluring is that uh, uh, George Clooney's character is such an anti-hero in it. And he says in it, like you know, like, Quentin Tarantino's character kills and rapes this woman and he, like, fucking grabs him and he's like, you know, I'm a professional fucking thief. I do not rape women. I do not have to. I do not kill women. I do not have to. Like, mm. and you get this real thing that he is very honourable as yeah. a thief kind of thing. And it's just a great character. There's just a really good pairing of characters. There's heaps of cool scenes and it. There's heaps of that Quentin Tarantino long dialogue shit, like. Yeah. And it's not even a Quentin Tarantino film, but Robert Rodriguez, I think, did a really good job of translating, like, the script in a thing. You know, they get to this – they get through the hotel. They kidnap um, this family, which involves a young Juliette Lewis.
0: Yes, very young.
1: Um, she plays a young girl There's a, um, and a pastor, and they're in a van and stuff. It's great. It's, it's fucking awesome. Every part of it is awesome. They get to this bar. They, it's a fucking biker bar, trucker bar and all this shit. you got Danny Trejo working the bar – You've got, like, all these fucking horror people in this. Tom Savini. Tom Savini plays Sex
0: Machine. With his dick gun.
1: Which is from Desperado, yeah. right? Um, another uh, Robert Rodriguez film, which you just see in, like, Desperado's bag. Yeah. Uh, You've got the, 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 the Nam guy, who's, like, another horror movie actor. He's in other things anyway. Anyway, they're all there. And then all of a sudden, uh, uh, what's her name? The lady, they, I could Salma Hayek. Oh yes, yeah, Salma. Salma Hayek comes out and does Ooh. a sexy dance with a fucking albino python,
0: which is all sexy and terrifying at the same time.
1: Yep, and then and all of a sudden, out of the blue, you have no. If you I used to I love showing this film to people who'd never heard of it, so that you're like, I think you're an hour into it when it's suddenly, it's a cool film. Yeah, you're an hour into it, and then all of a sudden, she just fucking turns into a vampire. Bites fucking George, uh, bites Quentin Tarantino, and then all the bar staff turn into vampires and they murderize the whole bar in this blood bar scene of just fucking balls out gore. Yes. Um, the band, the Mariachi band, turns into like vampires and they're playing human instruments. There's shit going everywhere. This movie's crazy. And then there's that whole. Scene. That's wave one. Yeah. Then why, and, and of course, George Clooney being the the capable fighter, you know, the whole bunch, a small ragtag group of the patrons of the bar survive, like Tom Savini, Quentin Tarantino, the pastor, Julia Lewis, and, you know, and then wave two comes up, all the people that have been murdered, and then suddenly they turn into vampires, and, uh, and then the gore. Yeah. Is it, it's unlike, it's, it's kind of like the last half an hour of the film is like brain dead. Lots of people hate this film because of the, the the direct change of it being into a vampire film suddenly, yeah. but I think it's a great idea.
0: Yeah, works well for me.
1: Um, all I can say is, this film, like this I watched film. it recently again, and it stands up. Like its pacing's still good, its film work's still good, its ideas are still good. I like that it doesn't have too much current. Qu- 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 Quentin Tarantino-ness to it. Yep. So i am always wondered what the film would have been like if he'd made it. I just don't reckon it would have had as much gore.
0: No, I don't think so. Practical
1: effects and shit.
0: Yeah, I don't think he would have been able to do it as good as Rodriguez did it.
1: Yeah, because Rodriguez's like, thing is that cheap and good.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, do you know what I a-
0: am looking forward to? What? is a movie called Death Rider in the House of Vampires. So it's kind of the same concept except it's cowboys um Cowboy vampires it is directed by Glenn Danzig and oh
1: my God
0: uh-huh which you know and,
1: and just I mean, I mean, Andrew Wk
0: <laughs> that would be great um and uh devin Sauer's in it actually but um yeah if so I don't, I don't
1: have I don't have faith in Glenn Danzig's a, a directing ability why don't
0: know have you not seen Verotica
1: no okay don't watch Veronica.
0: Yeah, so uh Cowboy Vampire film by Glenn Danzig.
1: Glenn very, He's so old now.
0: That he is old, but he's still buff as shit. So this uh, this uh, I think this concept is very similar to the From Dust Till Dawn concept. Mm, mm. But probably not as good. Do you have any ones you
1: want to steal off of mine quickly? Or oh, should we just go into my second one? Well hey, let's just let's, let's just go yeah. into yours. My last one Your is last. my favourite vampire film, which is called uh the only lovers left alive.
0: Great film.
1: Which is a Jim Jarmusch film. Which uh-huh. you get, usually Jim Jarmusch is my wife's bag. She loves Dead Man. She loves like Limits of Control and stuff like that. Like Jim Jarmusch, if you don't know what he is,
0: Coffee and Cigarettes.
1: Coffee and Cigarettes. Uh, he is a avant-garde filmmaker. Artur. 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 Yeah, he is a very like. Um, uh,
0: Art house. Art
1: house. He filmmaker. He pushes a lot of boundaries. He hits some boundaries that should never have been pushed. Mm-hmm. He he even he he, he he thrives on the boring boundaries as well in a lot of he his does. films. Yeah. Like he's like he's all about boring, which is <laughs> strange in my opinion. And um, I mean, you know, like Dead Man is an amazing film. Neil mm-hmm. Young did all the music one take.
0: Oh, one take.
1: Neil Young only does one take of so okay. all his music. Did you okay. know that?
0: I did not know that. He
1: just thinks like that is the song.
0: Okay. That
1: is like. That When they record it, they do one take and that, if it fucks up in it, that's the song. He doesn't mm-hmm. do takes.
0: Oh, I like that.
1: That's, yeah, it's a pretty cool yeah, idea, that's, isn't that's it? Because like, that, that's the song. Like, doing a song over and over again isn't...
0: That's not a song.
1: That's not what yeah. it's supposed to be. All
0: right. I like that concept. I wonder if
1: but I can put that crazy. into my life. It's pretty
0: cool. And he's in the train sets. Oh. He
1: builds model trains. That's cool. He has a disabled child. Yeah. And um, his disabled child's in the train set, so he just went ham on it.
0: That's so cool. Yeah. That's so cool. Trains it, are cool.
1: There's a whole bunch of famous people into train sets. Oh really? Like model train making. Yeah. Me? You? I'm not famous. Enough.
0: <laughs> You're Anyhow, famous in Adelaide.
1: Famous in a very small pocket of people. Circle <laughs> of people. Yep. Um. Yeah. Only lovers left to love. Jim Jarmusch film. It stars um, Tilda Lo- Swinton. Tilda Swinton and Loki. What, mm-hmm. uh, what's his Tom name? Tom
0: Hiddleston. Tom Hiddleston. Anton Yelchin. What? Anton Yelchin's also. Oh,
1: know? the other guy. Yep. Uh, they play two vampires, two romantically entwined vampires that have lived for thousands of years. Mm-hmm. It is set in modern day. Um, they, It's hard to explain this film. The whole vibe of it, they've lived for thousands of years. Mm-hmm. So the film's structure itself in its shots and its story is in there is no rush. There is no rush for these people.
0: No, because all they have is time. They
1: have this time. So there are these long... Beautiful shots. Uh, They have they have given up the days of being vampires, kind of thing. Like they they have realised that there's no need to fuck with humans. They live in this kind of fight clubhouse. Yep. Um, and they have lived for so long that basically they are creatives. They've uh so uh Loki Tom Hiddleston he's he's all about music. Uh, he is so he, so and just concepts in it is like all the great composing of music and stuff through the years is done by them. Yeah. And then they do all their stuff through pseudonyms and stuff. So, like, Mozart and all that was just them writing their music mm. that they wanted to write because they're so good at it at those times. And then they give it to Mozart and he puts it out at his stuff and and kind of that. Yeah. And that's like kind of – that's, like, Tom Hiddleston's character. And he's just – He's like a jaded rock star kind of thing. He's like, you know, he's, he's he's the tormented creative. Yeah. And then Tilda Swinton is this like, she's done the full circle, and she's like this. Her power is she's kind of she can touch anything and know its whole history. Yeah. So she can pick up a guitar and know all the music it's played, and like
0: which I feel, and is she's very just... really
1: in touch with nature and the world and yeah. everything, and it's just like.
0: I don't think she's acting. I think that's just too expensive. Yeah, team. I know.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, it's just the, it's the music in this film, the pacing, the story, and, of course, this young vampire visits them who's, like, more fast-paced and mm-hmm. stuff. And, like, it's a very hard film to, to pin down in why you like it. You just yeah. watch it and you're just like... This is perfect.
0: It's this is a, definitely a slow burner. It's not something I, like I wouldn't say you don't watch it for fun because it is. It is a great. You film. watch it
1: for like you, it gives you that feeling of just satisfaction, and yeah. you feel smarter for watching it. You know, well, of,
0: anytime I watch a Jim Jarmusch film, I'm like, I'm smart.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it, I'm well cultured. Yeah, um, it's just one of my. It's one of my favorite things. I put it on. It's soothing. It's yeah. safe. You put it on. You don't have to watch it. You can just listen to yeah. it and stuff. It's just.
0: It's almost it, like a meditation film. Like yeah, a it, lot of stuff's going it's on. It's high concept. Yeah.
1: It's I like, I do know, Beyond the Black Rainbow. You, you just put it on and you know that every time you watch it, you're going to get something else out of it, kind of thing. It's, it's one of them. Like, it's just my favorite.
0: Yeah. Which is fair. Like it's it is a great film, so I, I do recommend. You only it. watched
1: it recently, didn't you? Because I, yeah, I, I press it. I just kept saying, "Fucking hell!" Yeah, what, like this I think thing?
0: I watched it like a couple of years ago because because you said you you just need to watch this film and, and you do I, like it. I thoroughly loved it. Um, but do, yeah, it,
1: it's not a horror film.
0: No, it's not something that I could watch it's, with Liz.
1: Yeah, it's vampires as a concept. Yeah, like it's taking the idea of a vampire and running with. Uh, the, the jim jamu's boring filter
0: but the, cause this is exactly what i was saying that this is the perfect film for that because this is the the life of the vampire after they've had the fun after they've had all of the they've done all of the things again and again and again they're just in this vicious cycle for eternity hmm. like it would just be so fucking boring yeah. And, and that, so that's, you know, why he's he's tormented. She, because they don't live together. They're, she's off in one corner of the world. He's in another corner yeah, of the
1: world. Yeah. They can have breaks. Yeah. F- off their relationship for years. Yeah. And then they always come back, kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, Jen's mic has just suddenly just decided to turn itself away from uh, her.
0: Yeah. That's bad. Um,
1: it could be like a, because um, they're like the, the, the Tom Hiddleston character is so jaded and shit. he, is, he has had like a, a a bullet made that can kill himself, and he's yeah. always you know threatening suicide. He's just like the tormented artist, mm-hmm. like but he can't do it. It's almost like because there's the bits where they go to a nightclub. You remember, and they're just so out of place. Yeah, because they've lived for so long, and it's like how I feel when I go out nowadays. Yep, <laughs> and you feel like how just how they're acting and holding themselves is like. Yep. Is it just like? A big commentary on what it's like to get old. I would say let so. And the world because move on without you.
0: It is exactly what it's like. Like, I I can't go out. I can't go out anywhere. You just don't
1: now. feel like you're supposed to be there. No. You're no, nothing,
0: like, nothing in these locations are for me.
1: And I'm a thousand years old. We all know that.
0: You're not a thousand. I'm I'm slightly behind you, but yeah, no, I I get it. I feel it. It's it's really uncomfortable. So this is a great. But don't go
1: out. into the film thinking it's going to be like gore or a no. vampire film. This is taking the concept of a vampire and making it into like an art film. Yeah,
0: like, get really which, stoned and then watch this film.
1: Ooh.
0: You'll you'll like. You,
1: it. it will feel like it goes for six hours.
0: <laughs> it's Jim Jarmusch went for five and a half.
1: Um yeah, so there. I want to make them. Like, I'm going to do some quick mentions as well. Yes. Um. Ones that I, we just didn't get around to talking about in the time limit, so like Near Dark. Oh, great film. Who's, who makes that? What's
0: it? Uh, I want to say it's Catherine Bigelow, but I don't think it was Catherine well, like, yeah, Bigelow.
1: Yeah, you, you got... um. It was a lady. You got Paxton in there. Yes. He basically just should have been called Paxton.
0: Yeah. Lance Hendrickson. in Oh, Lance in Hendrickson's it. in it as yeah.
1: well. Do you He's know I, 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 my story? I went to the yes. Grace Emily one day and Tom... Uh, what's his name? Tom Paxton? No, what's his name? Bill Paxton. Yeah. Bill Paxton and Lance Hendrickson were just sitting at the bar and no one else was in the bar. (sighs) And I just sat down and went, hey,
0: (laughs) 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 near dark. (laughs) All of the good things happened to you, Dan.
1: Yeah. Uh, Yeah. The Grace Emily Hotel. They were just hanging out in the day because there was a convention in town. and It was just open.
0: Yeah. I love that.
1: uh, Yeah. Yeah. So that that's one story. Uh, Yeah.
0: (laughs) So near dark.
1: Near dark, a gritty kind of like modern day telling of vampires. Um, It's very slow. There's only about one or two good scenes in it, but it's it's cool. It's got good ideas. It's kind of taking that like like only love is left alive and those kind of things and just moving the vampires in a different direction. And it's quite it's it's back in the day when there wasn't much vampire direction movement. If you know what I mean. Like you know they're just a bunch of dudes who run around and. Like they're like almost like rednecks,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah, redneck vampires. What's not to love?
1: Mm. Uh, and then Fright Night,
0: of course, yes. You can't go
1: past Fright Night. No. I mean, we've we've talked about Fright Night before, but that is like what's Fright Night? That's a gateway horror.
0: That is definitely a gateway horror, yeah.
1: We didn't mention that either, did we I?
0: didn't, and we also didn't mention house.
1: We, oh, my god, we can't
0: that... get to everything
1: uh, it, because tr- we're
0: trying to keep it within a time limit.
1: Hindsight's a bitch, I know. But one I did want to mention quickly was um, a TV show which I watched recently called "Vampires in the Bronx." Have you I seen have
0: it? not seen it, but Do you, know you have it? told me to watch. Yeah, it. Yeah,
1: this is like a great, fun te- television series it, like, it just came up. I watched it. I watched it in one day. It's just like it's it's like an amalgamation of like I imagine like Goonies and Stranger Things mushed together, like, in the Bronx. <laughs> so basically, it's it's a bunch of kids. And they discover that – so, basically, the the story is there's these, like, the Bronx is, uh, you know, a low socioeconomic black community and these white rich people, like, move in and they start gentricizing it. Gentricize? Is that the word? Gentrification. Gentrification. So, and, um, you know, coming in and all this stuff. And what it is, they're white vampires that come in and gentrify a place and then uh, eat all – that feed off of the the poor people, yeah. Because no one notices where the poor people go when gentrification happens, yeah. And then they just gentrify the place, make it a great place, and then move on. Like, and it's just like, and it's about these like this bunch of kids that find this out, and it's fucking hell. It, it's like you know like full kids eighties, you know, like they're all like ah running from vampires yeah. and shit. They know the secret. The vampires know they know the secret, and they're like totally. They do you know. They, it's just a great fucking series. Like,
0: okay. I'll def- it's going to go higher on my watch list. It's like an
1: 80s show set. In- yeah, it's just, it's just a great TV series. It's on like... Something st- is on Netflix
0: or Netflix, something. Netflix,
1: Netflix, yeah. Yeah. yeah I, was, I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah. Um, for a good vampire, this little f- new thing that's coming out. And I was like... And you just don't get to see much of that cool new series as well but it's very like it's very coattailing stranger things yeah like it has that same banter with the kids but the kids are great yeah like
0: oh, i'm definitely gonna have to check it out now but if you know if you want to let us know what your favorite vampire films are like let us know do Put you want to
1: that schnick let us know in the comments
0: comment below yeah
1: yeah stuff like that
0: Fucking comment below bitches
1: all right, so that's that's basically it we've yep. just gone through a couple of our favorite vampire i mean there are millions in there
0: oh there's so many films we can't get to all of them obviously uh, but, yeah, we're still going to I'm going to
1: remember, like, Heats, Cool ones as soon as we finish the podcast well. We've as well. just
0: ratted off a bunch of gateway ones. So next week we'll tell you some more vampire films that we like while we're talking about something else that we like.
1: It's true. And so, I mean, you've been listening to Terrorvision Horror Podcast with Dan and Jennifer. We're available on all major podcasting services and also on the YouTube. But no matter where you choose to consume us, please make sure to hit the like button, subscribe, leave a comment, review... Share with your friends, you know, all that crap that makes <laughs> us like makes it worth it for us that we know. We can basically look at it and go, "Look, no, people care." Yeah. Um, we've got stickers that we've made. You can grab them. Uh, I don't know from Greenlight Comics. There's some on the counter. You can get every time you buy merch. Office, there'll be stickers in it and shit like that. It's
0: true. If you know where I work, because I never tell anyone, you can come get one from me.
1: Yeah. Um, and that shit. <laughs> so yeah. You can uh, you can interact with us both on Facebook and Instagram. Um, at Television Pod, we're under that. that's our name, so check that out. Or you can just Google search Television Horror Podcast. We seem to come up when you do that. Yeah. Um, we you know we put shit up about all our crap. We also have an email, terrorvisionpod at gmail.com. We spared no expense. We've got a Gmail account.
0: Yeah, it's true. (laughs) We don't
1: make money from this.
0: No, we don't. This is for funsies.
1: We have no advertising or anything. Just to let you know, we just do this for pure fun because we like horror. Mm. And that's it.
0: Yeah. So until next week, get on it.